I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We've uh, been in London over the last 24 hours. I'm not sure if Crossy can link up with us at the moment either, Crossy. No, he's not there at the moment. But uh, we will be linking up with him after 7 o'clock. He was hanging around in the red carpet with people from Good Morning America and Good Morning Britain. And we, our, our, our aide de con was Crossy in the middle of it all. So he was uh, over there for the Lion King European premiere. Somebody who was there and did chat to Crossy, though, um, is Seth Rogen. It was a right royal affair because Prince Harry and Meghan were there. Harry, uh, so Crossy started this trend where usually the celebrity he's over there for touches him somewhere. You had Steven Spielberg and somebody else recently did it as well. Uh, but one of Harry or Meghan touched Crossy on the hand last night. I mean, Beyonce, who voices Nala, was there with her husband, Jesus. Elton John was there. Pharrell Williams, Seth Rogen were also there. Seth, who voices Pumba, shares how it feels to share the spotlight with Queen Bee. Come on, Seth. We might have met very briefly once before, but it's thrilling to be associated with Beyonce in any way, shape, or form. And so uh, yeah, I wear it as a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since we pointed out his laugh, I can't listen to him the same way. He also kind of sounds like he's on the toilet. Listen. We might have met very briefly once before, but it's thrilling to be associated with Beyonce in any way, shape, or form. It's like as if, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's out on the... It's on Friday. Love Island fans were left gob- gobsmacked by the shocking twist in last night's episode. It's after Anna and Jordan, although everyone's calling her Jordan, don't know why we're all bothering her calling her Jordan, and Michael and Joanna landed in the bottom two and the fellow Islanders had to decide what couple to save and the amount of people being reached, oh my God, watch the way he's acting up. Look at him. He's, he's acting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Anton... Looks like he's blown his chances with Belle. Uh, the romance has hit the skids. She's discovered that when he went to the supermarket to buy groceries, he gave the checkout girl his phone number. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh. Series three of The Handmaid's Tale is all about resistance, according to Josephine's. Uh, he plays Commander Fred Waterford in the drama which continued last night on Channel Fnor. And he gives us an insight into what new episodes we'll have in store. Season three will be, for the viewers, um, I think the big takeaway will be exciting. It'll be about uh, June's resistance at a, at a much higher level. So it's going to be a good season. Indeed it will. And Naomi Campbell disinfects her seat and wears a mask when she flies. The 49-year-old model has now told everybody. She also carries a pair of rubber gloves, some Dettol wipes in her handbag whenever she travels on a plane. 
It's become her ritual to clean the seat, the tray table, the remote and the armrest before she sits as she's worried about getting an infection. So she's done a documentary. I don't know where you can see this. It's called... Uh, well, I don't know what it's called, actually, but she just says, Dead all wipes, clean everything you touch. She added, I do not care what people think of me. Now, there's a lot of germs on planes. She doesn't want to get sick because then she won't be able to work, I suppose. But you would think... I don't know what you think. If she got it in front of you with her big mask on and her dead all wipes, scrubbing everything. I've definitely seen mothers like that with high chairs. So, is it any different? I don't know. Lovely, lovely Mondays. Uh, so, front news... Uh, of a lot of the places this morning is parking zones across the country are being inspected inspected amid hundreds of complaints from motorists that have been clamped without fair warning the National Transport Authority has ordered a countrywide investigation into signposting in car parks with driver complaining that they do not clearly indicate that cars are at risk of clamping um, so we will find out I don't know if they're the, the private car park signs and the ones where you can be uh paying up to 150 quid if you're clamped so at least I have a look at it anyway which might be some comfort if you're still sore about that time you came out from whatever it was and then you see the big yellow boot on your car and you go no it only ever happened to me once once too many and it was one of those times where they changed the sneaky road that had been until 7 o'clock for years and then all of a sudden they change it to midnight but I never checked because on the other other years that I've parked there for it was always seven. Why would you check? Even that should get a little, you know, when they change the time zones, it, they should have little warnings. They should have to put them up just to let you know the street has changed till midnight. That would be good. Uh, if you're someone who sings in work or your colleagues tell you to either stop, will you stop singing, will you? It can come true that somebody really influential can be in the shops listening a waitrose worker has been signed by the guy who managed Blue which I mean he's seen it all in fairness if he's managed them uh, after giving an impromptu guitar performance at a store in London Karina Ramage 25 she was asked by Dan Glattman to sing at a sign on the spot uh, having played in her uniform in the biscuit aisle of a store in West Hampstead Mr Glattman who formerly managed the boy band Blue said that he noticed her playing a guitar she was planning to place it in the back room having arrived from a writing session I'm in the biscuit aisle and I can see Karina walk in with her guitar on her back and I said we ended up doing an impromptu audition he said he was blown away by her song Wasteland which carries an environmental message and I'll start contacting record labels he said she could focus on her art and I'll focus on the business now what biscuits was he uh, was he shopping for? Is anybody else thinking the same? Be nice to know, wouldn't it? Uh, scooter safety fears after TV host Emily Hartridge uh, was well. She passed away on on Friday after an e-scooter fatality that has led to calls for a crackdown. She was in a collision with a lorry while uh, riding one of the electric scooters on Friday. She just got it the day before from her boyfriend as a birthday present and uh, she was somewhere in the UK where there's kind of separate curbs to try and keep cyclists and people on two wheel vehicles away from the bigger trucks and stuff like that unfortunately whatever happened tragedy struck um, just if you are using them make sure you get yourself a high vis jacket and a helmet so people can see you uh, it's still it's a grey legal grey area in Ireland some of them that are kickstart can be 
technically used and but anyway just whatever you do the, sometimes the law is not irrelevant but you know the law doesn't really come into it when it's between you and a bigger vehicle so if you are going to use them um, use a high-vis jacket so someone can at least spot you which would be good uh, today rain is back tomorrow but uh, sunshine today revellers should make the most of the sunshine it's been a cracking weekend but uh, highest temperatures of 23 degrees today before the rain makes an upsetting return uh, today will be dry and mostly sunny but cloud will increase throughout the afternoon and the weather will become unsettled tomorrow and rain is set to stay for the rest of the week oh the crack the absolute crack Jim Gavin has been giving out about the state of the pitch in Crow Park after he's obviously not a Westlife fan so the week before the lads were there they have to remove part of the pitch new sod was put down during the week he said presumably just a few days beforehand you could see at ground level that the new sod that was laid probably a few days ago I've expressed that before it's one for the stadium manager to answer we leave it at that <laughs> the lads were slipping and sliding quite a bit um, I don't know if they have to put extra water on the new sod or how, how it all works but um, when you have a concert on the week before it's hard to turn around and then during uh, Dubs TV yesterday uh, he just just casually dropped this into conversation yeah we'll try and get a couple of sessions in this week and you know it's good we had uh, got James back James McCarthy back on the pitch Owen Merchant Johnny Cooper uh, Jim McConnelly's back training with us uh, Rob McDade is back just keeps um, on going just, what it rewinded there what did he say it's true it's F104 it's the strawberry alarm clock good morning morning it was a giant of a premiere last night as Crossy packed his suitcase as he so often does. <laughs> and managed to find himself sandwiched between on the red carpet. Good morning, America, and good morning, Britain. And we can say good morning, Crossy. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, we can, loud and clear. So. Wow. How did it all... Well, first of all, how how did you end up beside Good Morning America and Good Morning Britain? I don't know what happened because, well, you know, during the week uh, they tell you, OK, you're going to be in the radio cluster, you're going to be here, you're going to be there. When I arrived, for some reason, they were like, oh, no, we're actually going to put you in with the TV guys. So the TV guys usually are the ones that get the interviews first and then they work their way around to radio, to social media, to international. And, yeah, I got talking to um, Good Morning America this guy, he was English, and he had seven people working with him. It was just incredible to see how they work compared to, I had my microphone, I had my bag, and I had a bottle of water, and that was it. And uh, Good Morning America, sorry, Good Morning Britain were to the left of me, and they had three people. So I knew that I was getting whatever interviews they were getting, I was getting the big ones only because I was sandwiched between the two of them. And I think you'll probably see the F104 mic in Good Morning America today <laughs> because every time the video was on them, I would stick the mic in front. But yeah, it was incredible. It really was. It was the biggest premiere I've ever been to ever. Security-wise, I must have got searched about four different times. Um, the bottle of water that I had with me, I had to drink it in front of three people to make sure that it was actually water. And if it wasn't, then if I wouldn't drink it, they'd take it off people. Right, because you might be afraid it would be some sort of thing you could spray in somebody's face. Yeah. So I thought, so I was talking to loads of people and I said, oh, this must be because Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, we're going to the movie and this is the reason why. And they're like, oh no, Prince Harry goes to loads of things and there's never this amount of security. The reason why there was so much security was because of Beyonce and Jay-Z. And I couldn't, like, I, Nobby, I am, to say I'm obsessed with Beyonce and the power that lady has in the world is incredible. More powerful um, than Harry. 
it's just Nobby it's uh, what part of your career do you get to the stage where you're bigger than everything and when I mean bigger than everything so Beyonce hasn't done an interview in 20 years Really? So when I in twenty years she hasn't. I think I think Good Morning America said she's done three, but she hasn't really. You know, they haven't been full on interviews. Uh, she was the cover of Vogue last September, and Vogue allowed her to write all her own articles or her own people, her own articles. So she didn't even get a journalist from Vogue, one of the biggest publishers in the world, to you have an interview there. with her. Wow. Yeah. Although so that, that's how. It's kind of cool to be so secretive. Uh, she's probably afraid. That the first question would be, "What happened in the lift?" Yeah, see, I think that's probably the reason why. So I caught a glimpse of Beyonce and Jay-Z. And Jay-Z had this massive afro that looked like a shamrock. He looked ridiculous looking. Uh, Beyonce looked gorgeous. He was wearing this golden um, this golden uh, trouser suit. It's up on F104's Instagram right now. But the mad thing about it, the whole thing was, was that Meghan and Harry did the whole loop around the gold carpet to everybody. Harry touched my hand. It was very strange. I went, I'm from Ireland. And he just came over and tapped me on the hand. I was like, I'm such an idiot. Anyway, they did the whole golden carpet because they heard Beyonce and Jay-Z were doing it and they were like, ha, we're going to do it if they're doing it. But as they were walking around, Beyonce and Jay-Z snuck in behind everyone. Only some guy shouted, Jay-Z! Everybody turned around. But it was at the moment that a little kid gave Meghan Markle um, flowers. So the cameras went and straight back to Meghan. Meghan Markle. So do you reckon Harry and Meghan were a decoy for Beyonce and Jesus to... You know in? what, the more the more I think about it, the more I think it was. So there was one camera and that was actually in the cinema and if you look at it online, it's a real dodgy camera so it wasn't officially done. Now there's rumours going around that uh, Beyonce intentionally kept away from the paparazzi because um, she may have a bit of news herself. Yes, um, she, she looks slightly more like a fuller Beyonce... So people are now assuming that there might be another that, baby on the way. Yeah, and another that's Lion what. King. And you could, you know, you can understand maybe that's the reason why she kept away from everyone. But we were told after after everyone went, all the audience, all the journalists, all left. But because I was sandwiched between two of the biggest networks, I had to stay. And the PR people said she's going to come out. She's going to come out, but she's not going to talk to anyone. She's just going to walk past you. So I would have just got it for FM 104's Facebook and uh, Instagram, whereas the guys would have talked over and said, "Ah, Beyonce was here." So we all stayed there. I must not be. I was standing for five and a half hours. My legs are in bits today. Uh, we were told she was on her way. She wasn't on her way. She was on her way. She wasn't on her way. She was on her way. She wasn't on her way. Anyway, the, the fifth time they said, that's it. She's definitely not coming out. We all walked down the gold carpet and then we got this roar. She's coming. She's coming. I've never ran so fast in my life to jump back over the <laughs> fence. Um, the security dogs were there again to sniff our bags. And then she was like, oh no, she's changed her mind. She's oh, not coming. God Six times and I was like so I called her something right I stuck it up on my Twitter I can't say what I said and nobody got what I meant they all thought it was a compliment uh, <laughs> so it begins with a G and it's a bag uh, so <laughs> you can read between the lines there yeah uh, so some of the people you did get to talk to were Seth Rogen and who else we'll hear from them on Dish the Dirt Yes, uh, Seth Rogen, John Favreau, uh, Billy the Street Guy, you know that uh, comedian guy who goes around and does a massive show uh, in America. Um, Hans Zimmer was another person. Pharrell we got to speak to. And Labyrinth, who actually wrote the song Spirit with Beyonce. So he could be winning an Oscar later on this year, For Mr. Labyrinth. Here it all on this third before 8 o'clock. It's F104. It's 7.42. So as you've been hearing, we sent Crossy to London, uh, which he enjoys. You, you'd like to move to London just for weekends. 
I'd love to do half and half. You know, get a gig over here at the weekends and just chill out. But so yeah, it'll all, never happen. All you need is accommodation and a plane. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, the Lion King premiere was yesterday. The movie is out this Friday, July 19th. And uh, it's getting rave reviews by fans. Critics are a bit harsh on it, including two old Irish critics who I don't think the movie's for, to be honest with you. What have they said about it? Um, do you know? Do you know? Sometimes critics, and there's one senior critic uh, from Ireland, has been giving out about it. But you know what? This movie's built for kids. It's built for people in their twenties and thirties who watch the cartoon. And um, just the graphics in it are fantastic. Like it's like a proper line when you're looking at it. It's so strange. It's so so strange. You have to see it. Cause I remember at the start of it, I said, "Oh, they must be using clips from the re- from real life." And somebody said, "Oh no, no, that's all from the computer. That is all generated by a computer." So you, you need see, to see yeah. it just for that. It's scary when you see how good it is. Obviously, that's that's the first difference that this isn't animated, which people might be assuming it is. Someone who's uh, no stranger to Ireland has been here quite a bit, and his name appears in the original score from the original Lion King is Hans Zimmer. So. You asked him what it was like to be back. Was he nice? Yes. He was lovely. And he was with his daughter, who was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> she was beside him during the during the golden carpet. And I was like, oh, hello. How are you? But uh, yeah. Here's what um, he said. He loved it. Well, originally it was done for her when she was just a tiny little girl. I'm not going to say how old she was then, because then you can all work out her age. Um, and really, it just felt like a duty to come back. And no, it, it, you know, there was a sense of ownership. And at the same time, what John showed me, because, you know, he was a little unsure as well, you know. So, so I think what, I was one of the first of guinea pigs that he would show something to. And I was sort of slightly cynical until I saw it and it completely blew me away. And, and I, I turned completely emotional. Not only that, you caught up with John Favreau. John Favreau, who is happy in Spider-Man. Do you know how much money that man is worth? He has directed the majority of the Avengers movies. He starred in them as well. He directed the Jungle Book movie. And now he's directing this as well. What was he it like? He minted. Getting he's Beyonce. a lovely fella, Nobby. Was he? Oh, my God. You'd love to go for a beer with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he d- I called him happy and he laughed. <laughs> hey, happy. Uh <laughs> So what was it like getting Beyonce to sign up to the movie? Well, it, was, it made me very popular with my daughters and my wife, for sure. And, uh, and, and pretty soon thereafter, after working with her, I saw her perform live, and that was quite an inspiration for how we would animate the character of Nala, because she has such great stage presence. And so we tried to incorporate all of that into, into this interpretation of, uh, of that character for this production. And Labyrinth, you've been mentioning... Uh, who could potentially be up for an Oscar if this song gets the nod. Now, I, I know we played a bit of it last week. I think the bit we played is possibly the best bit. It's the big... Yeah. Yeah, he was there yesterday uh, with his co-writing partner who didn't speak. He was like speechless in Seattle yesterday. Didn't talk, but Labyrinth did tell us about what it was like with Beyonce. Pretty incredible. Um, but me and my friend Ilya here, we um, uh, came up with this idea to write like a song for one of the moments in uh, The Lion King. And then all of a sudden, it was basically being sung by Beyonce. Like, what more would you want, you know? <laughs> Can I tell you who was there in Obby, which was very... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Strange. Um, Vin Diesel was there. He's obviously over in London at the minute filming the new Fast and Furious movie. But he brought his daughters. A lot taller in real, in a, not in real life, in the movies. A lot taller. Oh. And another person as well, who I'd say is five foot seven if he is a day, is Pharrell. I couldn't get over how small knew, Pharrell was. Yeah, yeah, I knew he was smaller. Do you have a hat on, no? He had a hat on and Elton John, he was doing an interview with Good Morning America and Elton John and his husband came over and he jumped on the two of them. I've got the video. I'm going to stick it up on uh, FM104's Instagram. He jumps on the two of them. Himself and Elton John are best mates. Interesting. Yeah. I'm mad and... Uh, El- Pharrell this would explain the jumping on top of him. Like if, <laughs> if, if they just met, it would be weird. Uh, so you you kind of saw Beyonce in the flesh. Does she or does she not look like she's up the duff? She does. And what I did was I got the photograph and I sent it into a WhatsApp group of people who love Love Island, who are in the media industry, and they all said it as well. Of course, nobody wants to be that person that says to Beyonce, uh, when are you due? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> when are you due out onto the gold carpet? What you were paid for, Beyonce? What, what did you think That's- I meant? <laughs> so did you ma- I know Seth Rogen is going to you have audio of him in the next dish that are, did you make him laugh because I'm not sure we can listen to his laugh I've seven different laughs from him <laughs> 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 he's a little goof troop <laughs> alright we'll have more from the Lion King uh, the premiere that Crossy went to last night you were wearing leopard print the Lion King that wasn't lost on anybody was it oh everybody were, was looking at it going oh god you dress really well I said I always wear this <laughs> F104's Instagram qualifying questions on our stories right now more after 8 we have some Irish remakes of movies have you heard about these? coming soon to a theatre near you Irish versions of popular movies we own this blade and Lewis yeah the Red Lion King. Excuse me, you're in my personal space. Can you feel the love tonight? No, I can't. Ew, I want to be like you. I want to walk like yours, talk like yours. Ew. That's the jungle book, you thick. The Red Lion King. Also coming soon to a movie theatre near you. Uh, how are you, Tommy? All right, Willie. Any news? Actually, uh, there's a few illegal aliens after moving into the area. Go on now, Dad. Seriously? Yeah, cops are turning a blind eye. They're not. Are they? Yeah, here they are. Looks like we'll have to keep an eye on them from now on, yeah? All right. 
coming soon. So, uh, what seems to be the problem? Oh, he's been very irritable. He chased the postman for the first time the other day, and I think he has an upset tummy. Okay, uh, pop him up on the table and I'll have a look. Thanks. Actually, you look kind of familiar. I doubt we've met before. No, no, seriously, I'm getting serious deja vu here. Are you sure I don't know you? Definitely not. <laughs> Hang on, you were the chip and dead at my hand, do? Um, uh, this is awkward. The Secret Life of Vets. Come here, I want my fiver back. You were rubbish. I love when we have teachers on Instagram. <laughs> FM104's Instagram ah, ah. with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FM104's Instagram. Sinead McGreevy is about to start in a new school in Drimna in September. Yes. <laughs> How are the holidays going for you? Yeah, really good. What really do good. what give us like one of the biggest myth uh, blowers that people assume about teachers and holidays? Do you all go away for three months to Thailand or not? Um, I mean, this is my first real summer, so we're doing um, New York and Vegas. I guess that's a big holiday. Yeah, you try and get try and make the most of it, definitely. Yeah. Now, every <laughs> time teachers come on, obviously there's just extra pressure, you know, because people assume teachers know everything. They can't know everything, though, can they, miss? Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> Junior infants, teachers. Junior, no, okay. <laughs> okay, well, we have 10 questions here for you. I've put them together. Uh, one, I think Crossy has done one or two of them. You all right there, Crossy? Okay. I'm good. I'm waiting to see how a oh. teacher does. Okay, so if you, if you if you get 10, obviously you get a lovely 1,000 euro on a Monday morning. So, here we go. Best of luck. Do you have your questions, Crossy, over in London, yeah? I'm all good. Right, here we all go. ready to rock. Play along, everybody. Let us know how you do. The game begins in three, two, one. Who has hits with Fix You and Trouble? Game Blunt. What's the name of an ice cream with a flake in it? 99. What does someone who has insomnia suffer from? Lack of sleep. What colour are parking clamps traditionally? Yellow. Who is married to Ozzy Osbourne? Darren Osbourne. What singer has made an ad with Heinz ketchup? Ed Sheeran. Smithy and Bryn are characters on what TV show? James Gordon. Is What's the TV show called? Uh, Saturday Night Live. Or, is, is Christchurch uh, is Christchurch in the North or South Island of New Zealand? North. <laughs> Who is the Irish rugby team captain? Jamie Heathcliff. And Novak Djokovic claimed the Wimbledon's men's singles trophy yesterday. But what yeah. nationality is Novak? Serbian. If this was a school report card, yeah, we would say Sinead has huge ability, <laughs> but just needs to apply herself to about three questions. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! So, Coldplay have had hits with "Fix You in Trouble." Coldplay, you yeah. knew that. It's <laughs> uh, your Gavin and Stacey is the name of the TV show. You knew it though. Yeah. 
Uh, James Corden obviously being involved. Uh, Christchurch is on the South Island. And Jamie Heaslip was, but he's retired. It's Rory Best. Oh, yeah. But everything else you got right, including well done on the uh, Novak nationality. Yeah, we were watching that yesterday. It was amazing. Five hours. Yeah. So hard luck, Sinead, but you did a very, I think that's the best score a teacher has ever got. (laughs) Woo! So well done on that. And have a strawberry down for the cuddle mug. Oh, thanks a million. Enjoy your uh, summer and see everyone in September. Perfect. All right. Good luck. Thanks for playing. F104 is Instagram. Rossi, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Lewis Capaldi was on stage. I'm sure you've heard that uh, Noel called him uh, Chewbacca. He'd head like Chewbacca. Chewis Capaldi. I love it. So he's doing Transmit, and as the crowd are just waiting for him to come on stage, he's kind of done this big recorded build-up. But it's quite incredible. Just before he takes the stage, he hasn't appeared yet. This tune obviously has people going bananas. There's fireworks going off. And then he comes out on stage with a Chewbacca mask on. <laughs> and then he starts singing really sad songs. That was that's what I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, it's a bit weird. Anyway, uh, you went to London uh, yesterday. You caught up with many stars. You were on off, on off again with Beyonce. You weren't sure she was going to turn up. You managed to get yourself in between the film crews of Good Morning America and Good Morning Britain, two of the biggest shows on TV. And you got to They're speak. just a different world, Nobby. A different world about how everything is done. You know, in Ireland, we could have one person with a cameraman or a camerawoman. They had about 10 people. It's just a complete different world. I was. They asked me how many people listen to the show. I was like, yeah, we're number one in Dublin. <laughs> and um, they said, it to, I said, oh, what about yourselves? They're like, oh, we've got about 25 million people every single morning. <laughs> I went, well, um, we have um, 25. Yeah. Anyway, we're the biggest uh, breakfast show in Dublin. That's what we are. Uh, but it's fantastic it really was the Lion King movie is out on the 19th of July all over Ireland and it's incredible the effects the singing uh, Beyonce is fantastic as Nala and Donald Glover who is also called Childish Gambino he is brilliant as Simba so so good Simba uh, Prince Harry touched your hand Prince Harry did a walkabout with Meghan Markle um, she looks like her mum she is gorgeous looking and uh, I just shouted I'm from Ireland <laughs> And he walked over and touched my hand like the Pope would touch people in the Vatican. And I went, how are you? And that was it. And he just walked away. But the crowd went berserk for him. Absolutely berserk. Security-wise, it was crazy. I've never seen it so busy in my life. And it wasn't because of the royals. It was because of Beyonce. And Beyonce was there. Elton John. It was like the royalty of music. Pharrell and uh, Elton John looked like best mates. Uh, Pharrell jumped on Elton as soon as he saw him. And uh, yeah, they went into the movie and uh, said hello to everyone and ran straight back out. It was fantastic. It was incredible to see. Here comes Seth Rogen. What was it like to get the call for The Lion King? To John, so that was a very, uh, you know, that was an automatic yes, 100%. I've known him since I was 18 years old, um, and I've always looked up to him, so it was an easy thing to say yes to. Um, and uh, yes, and I knew I wouldn't be blamed if uh, no one liked him. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> I don't know, but he's is really it a nervous nice thing, maybe. Yeah, um, apparently he is a legend and everyone liked him on the on the golden carpet yesterday. They said, oh, grand, Seth Rogen's here. It's just going to be really relaxed and really okay. chill. Yeah, so good. Um, he tells us that he's never made a movie 
that kids can watch. What's what's that about? It's finally happened. It is weird, specifically, because I've literally never made a movie that children can even see before. So, uh, yes, it's it's very flattering. <laughs> Does he do that at the end of every answer? Every Everything. Every single thing we asked him, he goes... <laughs> What about Beyonce? We might have met very briefly once before, but uh, it's thrilling to be associated with Beyonce in any way, shape, or form. And so uh, yeah, I wear it as a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? It must be some nervous disposition he has. <laughs> now, John Favreau is the director, and you get to chat to him as well. And what about the songs that have held up through the years and maybe make it into this soundtrack. Yeah. Fortunately, the songs held up incredibly well. We didn't really want to change much. We did, however, change lyrics for some of them, like Be Prepared. Uh, that was more Tim Rice and, and, uh, and Hans Zimmer's involvement. Of course, Elton John contributed uh, and partnered up with Tim Rice again and contributed a new song called It's Never Too Late. And that was the, that was the big uh, collaboration that we had together. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock and we're joined in studio by Flynn. What's up? How are you? Good, yeah, good man, not too bad. So because the Irish music scene isn't alive and kicking enough at the moment, we need more talented people to come along. <laughs> What's going on with you? Um, so at the moment, uh, I, I suppose we're just kind of focusing on gigs and obviously we've had the Lost Frequencies, you know, track coming yes. out, which has been, um, yeah, which has really escalated things, I suppose, for me. So I, I've, yeah, managed to get some some good gigs out of that. And I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask it, but I also don't want to be the interviewer who asked the same. We hate you on this yeah. show. <laughs> so how did the uh, collaboration come about? So because uh, you brought it up, how did the collaboration come about? Right. Um, yeah, so basically... My manager, he used to be a, a songwriter, and um, so he, you know, he's published. I suppose he's uh, published to a publishing company, and we were like, "Let's write a song." We wrote a song, and his manager knew Felix's manager and uh, passed it on to him, and then yeah, the rest is history. That's a pretty good connection. Like the video, I think, is like two million views or something on YouTube. Yeah, it's close to that now. I think <laughs> I haven't checked it in a while, but yeah, it's, I uh, have. It's, it's it's up quite high. Yeah. It's very good. When I listen to your stuff, I hear probably bits of Maverick Sabre as well in there. Would yeah, definitely. Maverick would definitely be. Uh, yeah, he would have. Uh, I would listen to a lot of Maverick growing up. All right, yeah. Came into us years ago. Again, just an unassuming guy, but so talented. Yeah, he is. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's um, a great voice. Dermot Kennedy, who's on fire. There's, there's just there's a great vibe about Irish music at the moment, and there's something going on at the moment. Don't know what it is. Yeah, 100%. I think it's uh, the music scene is really healthy at the moment and I think uh, the competition is strong but at the same time it's healthy and I think that's pushing people further and making people work harder every day. So it's really good. Um, everyone is striving for excellence and I think that's uh, that's really showing. If it was days. sport, like you'd, you'd be able to look back and go, right, 20 years ago we started doing this with football, we started telling young fellas and young ones how to do this uh, and you could kind of track it through, the same with like the rugby team, you can kind of see where the Dublin football team, you can see where it comes from, I don't know what it is with with music. I, I don't know myself, it's crazy, I think like because we are such a small country, Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah, it's quite it's quite rare to have so much so much talent in such a small space but um, I'm not complaining, no, it's, whatever, it's great. Whatever it's really you're doing, good. keep doing it. Yeah. Um, so where can people go see you? People can find. Do you mean like gig wise or just online? Well, or? unless you like stalkers, but I don't. Like, <laughs> that, does, yeah, that also not helps, a fan of stalkers. That helps careers too, you know. Um, where can people see me? So I, yeah, <laughs> we've got Independence coming up, and um, then I've got Tomorrowland with Lost Frequencies, which is going to be next level. I don't know. Nice. Uh, I don't know what to expect there. That's going to be crazy. Um, and then Perucaville 
in Germany, which is a big EDM festival. So I'm playing that with Felix from Lost Frequencies. Right. So you be well travelled by the end of the summer. Yeah, yeah. How will you feel like going out at that tomorrow line gig? Are you going to be nervous? Will I don't know. Is, I, that, I, what it's all, is that what you've aimed for since you were small and you take Yeah, one hundred percent. I think like you know, the, it's all the bigger crowd. The bigger the crowd, the better. But um. I don't know, I, I think it's easier to play to a bigger crowd than it is to play to a smaller crowd because, you know, you're kind of vibing off the energy of the crowd mm. and if there's not many people there and if you're playing in a pub and, you know, you can, uh, can hear some outlet coughing down the back of the bar <laughs> that's usually harder, to be honest they're with you They're the harder gigs so, uh, They're the ones that make you Yeah, they're the, or break you Well, well it doesn't kill you <laughs> and all that, but yeah But yeah, uh, no, definitely, the more the, the more people for me, I think I um, it makes me more confident if there's more people out there I think yeah. I kind of feed off that energy so I'm just excited for it more than anything I'm really looking forward to getting out there yeah and, and um, rep- representing Ireland over in Belgium absolutely yeah good on you uh, and there's some some delights in Belgium to sample as well when you get a bit of yeah no time. I've heard I've heard it's great so well I've been but I, I was kind of in for the radio tour so it was like in and out in but and um, good luck, yeah. looking forward to going and seeing a bit of the place as well you the know? culture the culture right so what are you going to do for us going to play um, the song Recognise with lost frequencies, if that's okay. Without lost frequencies, obviously. This Without lost frequencies, just you. we're going to do it with Keelan here today, which is even better. Keelan on guitar. All right, Flynn, thanks for dropping into us. No problem. Thanks for having me. It's F104. Something that you don't know. Feel it creeping on me in the night. Wait a bit, I can't hold. Pushing me to swim against the open tide, open tide Oh, I fight, oh, I fight It's not me, yeah I don't even recognize my heartbeat, yeah Feel like I'm losing time Here we go, here we go again On the ropes, on the ropes It's not me, yeah I don't even recognize, hey Always fought my battles But now you make it hard for me to find The way out of this storm Follows me above my head And oh it rains, oh it rains Darker days, darker days It's not me, yeah I don't even recognize my heartbeat, yeah Feel like I'm losing time Here we go, here we go again on the ropes, on the ropes, it's not me, yeah. I don't even recognize, hey. Ooh, hey. Ooh, hey. Ooh, hey. Oh, getting me down, getting me down, oh. So tell me something that I don't know. Let's break the chain and learn to let go I need you to show me, I need you to Please tell me something that I don't know It's not me, yeah I don't even recognize my heartbeat, yeah Feel like I'm losing time Here we go, here we go again On the ropes, on the ropes It's not me, yeah I don't even recognize, hey, ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I don't even recognize Now it's time for Showbiz News FM 104's Dish the Dirt With Bounce and Beyond Ireland's largest ninja park The king of kids parties is here Bounce and Beyond Dada-E. So Lion King uh, premiere in London There's so much content coming out of it uh, Beyonce, a lot of rumours this morning That uh, she may have a little Simba Or a new Simba in the oven Nobody confirming it She didn't talk to any of the waiting people Who were there to chat to her But somebody who did was Billy on the streets Who's a mad lad he is fantastic and um, there's rumours he's going to have a Billy on the Streets in the UK and in Ireland coming up because I think Billy on the Streets is such an American TV show that now he's in the Lion King people are going to go oh you play Timon you're very funny then maybe it might come over here and his career will take off massively so hopefully well on that kind of vibe how does it feel to know a new wave of people will be watching this movie and might get them involved in what he does? Very surreal and, and very exciting. And more people will probably hear my voice in this than we'll ever hear it ever again. Uh, and uh, that's bizarre and wonderful. So The best thing about the movie, Nobby, is Timon and Pumba. They're very, very funny in it. And uh, Billy plays Timon, who is the me- meerkat. And he's very sassy in it. Very, very sassy. What's that about? Yeah, well, John Favreau, our director, encouraged us to improvise a lot, and that's kind of what came out. Like, that's what we discovered the relationship would be. Um, uh, that Timon and Pumbaa have this, like, yin-yang relationship. Timon's, like, the smart, wise, wise alecky one. A smart aleck, wise ache. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Timon's smart. Pumbaa's a little, like, you know, sillier, and uh, that's what happened when we started working on it. Seth Rogen who's been uh, cheering us up at his laugh this morning he was kind of shocked at how much work and money had gone into last night was it was it the biggest one you've ever been to it's the biggest one I've ever been to security wise g- glamorous wise there was TV screens everywhere like massive TV screens there was one the size of a 40 foot truck and that was just I just kept staring at it going I can't believe that's a massive TV screen uh, if you go onto our Instagram Dublin's FM 104 you get a little sneak peek of what it was like on the golden carpet by the way so Seth, what was it like being, I suppose, surprised by all, all the activities yesterday? It makes me realize how little money has been put into promoting every movie I've ever been a part of. Like this premiere cost more than the entire marketing campaign of the last 10 movies I've made put together. That's mostly what I feel like. It's like, oh, I've never actually been in a movie before. I feel like I have. I've been in things they call movies, but this is like a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> he and he laugh. didn't laugh I think I cut off that laugh Aww. I think I cut off that laugh I know I shouldn't Aww. have um, if you were in Dundrum Town Centre yesterday um, you wouldn't like what the hell is going on around the escalators uh, there was a a choir called Arabella Voices they're from Tala and they did um, all the Lion King music as a what you call that thing Nobby you know or the, a flash mob of songs and it looks pretty incredible I just quote retweeted on FM104's Twitter if you want to have a goo of it but it would have scared the life of you when you first heard it and then you went oh it's grand so, moving on to John Favreau, he directed The Jungle Book. We asked, uh, did that have a part to play in him getting this job for Lion King? I think I um, was able to make a compelling case for uh, using this technology to uh, create a, a new version of the story that uh, both honored the original but was different uh, aesthetically. And so, uh, using, uh, you know, often in cinema, we use technological breakthroughs as an opportunity to tell stories again, and I thought that that was the case here. 
And the most surreal moment of being involved? Well, this is pretty surreal here uh, on the gold carpet here in Leicester Square. Uh, so that's that's part of it. Uh, part of it is seeing it with an audience for the first time because, you know, we know where all the magic tricks are, all the all the little skeletons in the closets of, uh, of how we create the illusion. But when you show an audience for the first time, they're not privy to any of that. And so you get to show them this, and and uh, when the room sees it, and, and when, the, when the illusion is working just right, it appears like you're actually watching real talking animals in a real environment, even though everything's created by computers. Yeah. Don't forget, this movie's out on Friday. Can we hear Seth Rogen's laugh just one more time? I think we should. Do it. We asked him about Beyonce. We might have met very briefly once before, but uh, it's thrilling to be associated with Beyonce in any way, shape, or form. And so uh, I wear it as a badge of honor. (laughs) 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 No, because one random person who was at it, okay? And it's all because he did something at Glastonbury. Remember that kid at Glastonbury? Yeah. That went on stage and sang. He walked the golden carpet last night and everybody wanted to chat to him. It was so strange. His name is Alex Mann and he's known here on my sheet in front of me, the Glastonbury Celebrity. And that's his name. (laughs) I was like, good luck to you. Keep on pushing, Alex. You'll go on to big things. Right, uh, that has been savage. Thank you for getting so much info about Lion King. I think we have covered it just about. (laughs) Yeah, July 19th, it's out in cinemas. Go watch it.